Mike Dell's World number 222 for October 25th, 2015. Quit screwing around with that thing. You found Mike Dell's world. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, and you're listening to Mike Dell's world. And yeah, it's uh, 222 episodes. I'm sure there's more than that, but uh, those are the ones that counted. Uh, I haven't really done a lot of these. I tried doing that dog days of podcasting thing, and uh, you kind of... Petered out after uh, after a few days, and eh, you know this podcast is what it is. I just get on and talk about whatever and whenever. So a lot of a lot of things going on in my world here uh, lately. Doing a lot of construction projects around the house and and all that good stuff. Uh, Still haven't replaced the Subaru from the big storm. Uh, a tree dropped on it and crushed it. But uh, did get the tree out of the way and uh, cut up. Got some firewood out of the deal and and uh, all that. The insurance uh, paid for the car and uh, we're uh, sitting pretty. And my wife, we're down two cars because my wife got a, a new job. Uh, one that she... Uh, likes uh, a bit more and pays a bit more so uh, she's happy but uh, one downfall of that is she had turned in her company car so we're actually down to two cars that's that's not normal for us (laughs) usually we have you know at least one extra car laying around at some point i'm going to pick up something i I don't know uh, maybe an older pickup truck or or I'm actually thinking about another Subaru, if I can find one with a stick shift. I, I really do like the uh, stick shifts, but uh, I you know, I haven't had one in a while. The last one was that uh, Mazda pickup truck that I had, and I kind of miss it. So Subaru tends to make uh, stick shift vehicles with you know, with all the options, whereas a lot of the other companies that do stick shift vehicles new or you know newer the stick shift ones were the bottom of the line they didn't have cruise control or they didn't have uh you know fancy radio or whatever i guess i don't need the fancy radio i can i can always change that you know as long as i got an input for my iphone ipod whatever ipad (laughs) i use my phone now for everything pretty much, uh, you know, as far as listening to podcasts, but anyway, I always liked the stick shifts. And I always wondered why it is, you know, you, like I looked at, uh, Ford focus, the new, the new ones, and they do have a stick shift version of the Ford focus, but you can't get it with cruise control or, you know, at least not on their web build your car thing. You can't, you can't build one with the stick shift if it has cruise control. I don't really understand that. I mean, there are people out there that just want a manual transmission. Now, you know, if you pay for a 
a more expensive car, obviously, you know, Porsches. You can get a, any Porsche with a six-speed manual, and that's great. But I, I grew up driving manual shift. I mean, the first uh, vehicle that I ever learned to drive on was a 1964 VW Beetle, and that had a stick shift. And then, uh, was it the next one? Uh, well, we had an old wood hauling truck. It was a 1941 Ford. No, I'm not that old. Just happened to be that there, we had old cars, but, uh, we had a 41 Ford, uh, ton and a half or two and a half ton dump truck. I don't know. It was a steak truck and they put a, uh, uh, hydraulic cylinder on it and made it into a dump truck. So it was a lot easier to unload the wood that way. But I actually drove that a little bit when I was a kid, you know, pretty young. And then, you know, my first real car that was that was mine to drive all the time was a, a 74 Chevy pickup truck with a, a three-speed on the column. No power brakes, no power steering, no air conditioning, no cruise control, AM radio. You know, it was uh, that was the basic the basic vehicle. And when you're 16 years old, that's great. <laughs> no problem. But now I kind of, you know, enjoy the cruise control. You know, if I go on a long trip, definitely like to hit the cruise. The problem with me is I, I speed up and speed up, speed up, or I go too slow. You know, I, I can't really hold speed well without really concentrating on it. So, you know, if I'm going up to, say, Petoskey, which is... You know, 50 miles north of here on a, a two-lane highway, you know, I'll I'll find myself doing 45 if I don't kick in the cruise or 65. You know, it just depends on conditions and what I'm thinking about, what I'm doing. But if I have cruise control, I set it at 55. I just you know, set it and forget it. And like I said, I just don't understand why the new cars don't come with cruise control if they come with a manual shift. Uh, ain't a whole lot of manual shift cars out there in the lower end either. Or well, there are, but you know, you go to a dealership, you'll never find it. it's like two-wheel drive pickup trucks. Uh, I don't know about where you're at, but where I'm at, it's Im- almost impossible to find a two-wheel drive pickup truck at a dealership, new or used. I mean, you know, up here they just don't sell, or they don't sell very often. Put it that way, but. You know, you go to a dealership here, you know, like a Ford dealership, and I'll bet you there's not one two-wheel drive pickup truck on the lot because, like I said, they don't sell. You know, you don't need four-wheel drive up here. I got along last winter just fine. Uh, well, I mean, I had the Subaru, too, but uh, my daily driver is an old van, and it's two-wheel drive, and it does fine. You know, we had a pretty heavy winter. last two winters have been pretty heavy. And, you know, I get around fine. They plow the roads good. And, hey, I got decent snow tires. And so, I mean, you don't absolutely need four-wheel drive. It's handy. And, you know, we always have at least one four-wheel drive in the crop. And right now we've got a 99 Escalade. I've talked about that before, but got it cheap at a estate sale. And, you know, and now it's 16 years old, but it's still uh, kicking. You know, Kathy drives that now uh, daily. You know, luckily her commute's pretty short. I think she uh, has to drive about three miles from here to work. So she doesn't uh, burn up a ton of gas, even though she's driving a gas hog. 
And of course, my commute's uh, negligible. <laughs> I'm five minutes away from the office, but I don't have to do all my work at the office. I can sit here in the basement and, and do a lot. So, you know, commute's down the stairs. So if it gets too bad out, I don't, I don't need to go anywhere most of the time. Unless I'm doing the courier gig, and then that's a whole nother spiel. But that's why I got the van. You know, I can a lot of stuff in that, and it's comfortable and gets around. But, yeah, I'm thinking, like I said, another Subaru maybe, uh, or maybe some little car. I don't know. A Corolla would be cool. You know, just something that gets reasonable, decent gas mileage and re- reasonably reliable. Still uh, trying to uh, stay debt-free on vehicles as uh, having uh, car payments just doesn't just doesn't feel right these days let's see other things going on a lot of house maintenance and upgrades going on i got the uh, painting done you might might have seen the post at mikedell.com actually i should thank my folks more so than me, they did more painting than I did, but uh, got the garage done, all except for the very back half, which I've got some uh, upgrades going to happen back there. Uh, we got a, a shed built onto the back of our garage, an old wood shed, and I'm going to turn that into a uh, lean-to so I can park my tractors and snow blowers and whatever underneath, and that'll... Uh, you know, I'm gonna open that up. So I didn't. We didn't bother painting that end of the barn or the garage because, you know, why paint it if I'm gonna tear it apart? So I'll paint it when we get it all back together and 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 the way I want it. Also, replace the fences uh, in the front of our house, or not the front of our house, but uh, fencing in our backyard between the house and the garage, and then between the uh, house and the neighbor's fence, so that our uh, Fence back, yeah, backyard is fenced in, and uh, you know the fences were getting kind of old. They were uh, picket fences, probably put in thirty years ago, and you know everything was you know just kind of sagging and and rotting and falling apart. So we hired a guy to uh, build us a picket fence, a real strong picket fence, you know. So this thing. This thing's, you know, beefy. And he straightened it out because the other one had kind of a dog leg in it uh, for some reason. And moved the gate opening, which is kind of difficult for me to get used to. And the dog doesn't quite figure it out when we go somewhere and he, he'll wait where the gate used to be. And then I'll have to go down to where the gate is. And they, oh, then he realizes it goes out. But uh, sometimes I do the same thing. I try to push on, <laughs> push on the, where the gate used to be. And I, don't go anywhere. And on the inside, we're doing uh, the kitchen. You know, we, I know I probably talked about that last year, but uh, slowly but surely, we uh, are getting the uh, dining room, which is an addition to our 1940s log cabin here, uh, getting the dining room floor done in tile. Uh, same guy that did the fence is going to tile that for us, and then we're going to paint and all that, and then uh, then we move into the actual kitchen area. We're gonna do cupboards and and uh, do the floor. Uh, it's got you know really cool old wood floor, so I'm not gonna 
do much with that other than uh, polyurethane it a few layers, you know, after I clean it up a bit and, and you know, kind of be that shabby, chic wood floors. And we'll we'll do that. And then the new cupboards and countertops and maybe new appliances. I don't know. We don't have to do new appliances just yet. So trying to pay for all this out of pocket. So <laughs> I don't want to overspend and uh, you know, get into some debt or anything. But uh, shouldn't be too bad. Uh, it's a small kitchen. And you know, I priced out the cabinets at... Uh, Home Depot, Bernard's, Lowe's, whatever. Seems I can get out of it at a reasonable price. And the whole idea is to uh, keep it cheap, but make it nice. Once that's all done, uh, the only thing really left as far as sprucing up is going to pull the carpet out of the living room and put, uh, or well, not put anything. It's got the same shabby chic wood floors gonna do the same thing we do in the kitchen in the in the living room then we'll just have a big area rug or something in there and uh, leave the bedroom alone uh, the one that we use and the upstairs loft is all wood and logs and whatever so there's really not much to do up there so we'll have it all uh, spiffed up and the only place you got to paint in this house is the kitchen dining room bathroom bedroom because the uh the living room and the loft area is, uh, like I said, all natural logs and and uh, wood floors and whatnot. So, you know, major renovations needed there, hopefully, and get this place fixed up. And then the next thing is my uh, office down here in the uh, basement. I got the uh, best of 1970s wood paneling down here. And, of course, an open ceiling with all the mechanicals stuck down. I had to uh, do some mechanical work, so I want to leave it that way, you know, even though it's not pretty. It's uh, certainly a lot easier to work on stuff uh, when you can get to it. I thought about boxing it all in, but then, you know, what I did yesterday, I had to clean the the, uh, drain pipe from the sink out. Uh, It had a buildup of something in it. and so, you know, real easy. I just took the pipes down and took them outside and run a garden hose through them, got all the gook out of them, put them back up. You know, I couldn't do that if I had this whole room finished. So I'm not going to finish the whole room uh, on the ceiling, but I, I am kind of keen on getting the uh, the paneling changed, maybe. I don't know, or maybe paint over it. I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. I'm not doing video down here that much. And, when I do video, I've got a big black curtain behind me, so uh, that'll work. And it makes it handy to hang lights on, you know, with the, with the uh, joists <laughs> above me. And acoustically, it's not bad because, you know, I've got a decent setup here. Actually, I'm using my headphones today, my uh, headset mic, so it sounds a little different. That's why uh, got a uh, professional uh, headset from uh, audio technica it's one of those you see the the guys that do you know nascar races or uh, sporting events it's one of those you know the big headset with the big boom mic out in front but it's a professional one so it's it's not you know like a usb one that you know you get for uh, doing skype or something it's uh, it's actually a professional microphone 
And, you know, I got that because we were doing the uh, CES show, or we do the CES show every year out there for Tech Podcast Network. And that's what uh, they have in the in the traveling bundle. And they sound decent. And the nice thing about it is I can lean back in my chair here and uh, the mic stays where it is. And, and I kind of like that. It doesn't sound as good as the PR40 or, or the uh, RE20, but uh, it definitely is good enough. And, you know, that's that's the thing. You know, we were talking on a podcast help desk. I was talking with Rob Walsh. In fact, uh, that, that interview just went up uh, yesterday. So go check that out at uh, podcasthelpdesk.com. But uh, we were talking about audio quality that, you know, as long as it doesn't make your ears bleed, it's, you know, and the content's good. Well, you know, you don't need the uh, top of the line microphones. I mean, yeah, you know, if you're doing voiceover work or, you know, if you're an audiophile and all that, yeah, it's, it's great to have the, the, the good stuff. But, you know, you can have, a, a, you know, one of them cheap ATR mics for around 50 bucks. Plug it in USB. You don't even need a mixer and, you know, all that. But, yeah, this podcast isn't about podcasting. If you want more of that, uh, like I said, go check out uh, podcasthelpdesk.com. And speaking of other podcasts, Geek of the North is coming back. Uh, Going to switch formats a little bit from what it has been in the past. You know, it's been off now for almost two years since I since I did one. Although I did do a little one announcing it was coming back, but and got the feed going or whatever. But I'm going to be joining the Modern Life Podcast Network. That's over at modernlifepodcastnetwork.com. I think. I hope. Let me uh, let me verify that. But uh, Podcast Help Desk has been over there, uh, modern life, yeah, modernlifepodcastnetwork.com. Uh, Podcast Help Desk has been over there now for, I don't know, probably three, four months. And we uh, kind of decided yesterday, uh, Steve and I, the, the guy that runs the network, Steve Lee from Waves of Tech. Anyway, he's uh, he and I both agreed that uh, Podcast Help Desk really isn't a, a fit for that network. Because uh, I'm promoting my own stuff, and and you know it's blueberry centric, and and the network that he's got runs on Libsyn, and you know it's not like a conflict or anything, but uh, we just decided that it might be nicer to bring a show over there fully, because I was kind of half there. You know, I was still uh, you know posting to podcasthelpdesk.com, and then I'd have to repost over at Modern Life podcast network and then we'd have duplicate content and you know it's just it was kind of messy so we just decided that we're going to bring uh, geek of the north over there i'm going to port the uh, port the uh, domain name over to the uh, to the geek of the north area at modern life network at modern life podcast network and it's going to be fully on the network over there and i'm going to do something a little differently than I have done in the past. In the past, I was kind of doing, you know, kind of a tech news chat show, you know, where I would look up news articles and, and, and all that. And it was kind of, uh, you know, time sensitive and all that. And it just got to be drudgery when I was doing it. But I really do like 
researching a topic and I like, you know, fully talking about it. So I'm going to bring it back down to, I'm going to do one subject a week. I'm going to do it every week and it's going to be higher production than what I normally do for this or podcast help desk. It's going to be, you know, produced and researched and all that. And it's going to be more evergreen. It's not going to necessarily have, uh, you know, news stories and, you know, breaking news and, and, you know, things that are going on currently, it's going to be, you know, and it's going to be about tech that most people don't think is tech or that, you know, they know is tech, but don't know anything about, you know, I, I just, I always go back to, I did a show one time about garbage truck tech, <laughs> you know, but you know, garbage trucks are a technological marvel. What do we got here? Oops. Got to, some noise on the uh, ham radio there. I'm going to talk about some ham radio stuff. I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, like washing machine technology and, uh, you know, just, just interesting little things you wouldn't think about. And so that'll be going on here soon. You can always get to it for through geekofthenorth.com. It'll uh, be fully on the uh, Modern Life Podcast Network. The, uh, Podcast Help Desk show is going to go back independent for the time being. Uh, got some ideas for a, a future uh, thing for that. Uh, not really going to go into details because I don't know any details yet, other, other than uh, I've got an idea. So that'll form itself hopefully over the winter, and uh, that, that show will, uh, will uh, continue to evolve. If you notice, uh, or you may not notice, I uh, got new uh, album art for Mike Dell's World. Got my uh, famous caricature <laughs> picture on that, and uh, you know, I was I was using one that I got from Fiverr, and Fiverr's okay. You know, some of the designers over there are really good. You know, like for podcast help desk, I I use one from Fiverr, but uh, this one I made myself. It's simple. It's kind of cool looking. I think, whatever, you know, <laughs> this, this show, like I said, it's my experimental do, uh, do whatever I want when I want, uh, flip the mic on and, and just shoot the breeze. It's, uh, by the way, it's Sunday morning here, uh, waiting for the, uh, I O O K uh, 40 meter schedule that I'm going to be doing. In fact, I need to reach up here and flip on my amplifier. Got an old, uh, old Swan 1200 amp, puts out about six or 800 watts, I guess. It's a, but it's old tube amp, so it takes a little while for it to warm up. I guess I got about a half an hour before the, the net starts. And it'll be uh, fully warmed up by then and tune her up and talk to the world. Well, at least talk to the eastern half of the United States. That's usually where everybody is, but, uh, sometimes we get people from California or Texas or, yeah, you know, so, but mostly it's Ohio, Michigan, uh, geez, I don't know, a few other places around the, uh, Eastern half of the United States. Didn't want to talk about that either. So I guess that's going to be it. Uh, Keep an eyeball at geekofthenorth.com. Like I said, right now it goes to its own website, but it's going to move to Modern Life Network probably in the next week or so. 
hopefully I can get uh, get going on that and start doing the, the shows weekly. What will be nice is I, I'll actually be able to bank those shows because, like I said, they're going to be evergreen. So hopefully I'll, I'll get a you know whole day where I can record four, five, six of them and, you know, keep them queued up. And that way I don't have to, you know, cram to, to get one out. Uh, with with the podcast help desk, sometimes it's, you know, oh, geez, I got to get the, the show out. I've got, you know, I, I research all week. And I keep a Google Doc open for each of the shows that I do. And if something comes up, oh, that'd be great for the show, I you know, cut and paste it into that. And, you know, and that's, that's how I uh, do that. So, you know, I'm always show prepped, just sometimes don't get to record. So hopefully, uh, hopefully with Geek of the North, I, I can just, like I said, do that in batches. To try to do four at a time and, you know, keep that going. And that'll be a lot of fun to research. I'm sure I'll learn a lot and hopefully uh, my listeners will as well. So anyway, with that, uh, I'm going to call this a podcast. Uh, thanks for staying subscribed all these years uh, for those uh, longtime listeners. And any new listeners there, uh, these things come out when they come out. Uh, I, I try to put one out a month, and then sometimes I go have a blast of two, three of them uh, in a month, and sometimes they skip a month. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it's just basically my fun stuff. And a lot of times I play some music and, you know, talk about uh, a particular topic. But uh, today I just want to kind of update what, uh, what's been going on in my world. As the title of the show, this is Mike Dell's World. Catch me later.